We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All the highlights from our live reactions that's what we're gonna talk about today on Ceiling Finance and Ben Gretsch. You can find me on my newsletter at bankgretch.substack.com. With me, as always, is Sean Siegel. You can find all of his great work at Rotoviz. And Sean, we did 13 hours of live streaming this weekend, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, over four hours each day. It actually pieced together pretty uh, evenly. Just over four hours each day, it, it totaled almost 13. And on day three, there weren't a, as many impact players, but we had a lot of great guests on. We had a lot of fun. We did a full three-round super flex tight end premium rookie mock draft while the picks were still coming in. So certainly our opinions have changed, but it was our immediate first off-the-top uh, mock draft where the two of us as well as the great Calm Kelly from Rotovis Overtime and our producer here and uh, Rotovis writer Connor O'Driscoll were drafting with us and we went through uh, and had a, I, I really enjoyed that. I had an awesome time doing all 36 top picks for a rookie mock draft. So lots of highlights in day three. It was a really fun Saturday to close out our 13 hour marathon three day stream. It was. Some of those QBs finally came off the board. That was cool. We got some of our favorite running backs. Pierre Strong obviously goes as one of two picks to the New England Patriots. We get to see where Zamir White goes, where Isaiah Spiller goes. Then you and I were pretty fired up about Romeo being selected by the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you gave some really great information on him. That looks very exciting. And we got to talk about him. You can see where he fell in our rookie draft as we sort of debated how high he should climb. Somebody who has uh, a really strong production profile, as you detailed on the show, and now in a really great landing spot as well. Green Bay definitely has that opportunity for somebody to come in and you know try to take some of the Devontae Adams role. Obviously, they also took Christian Watson in this draft. The other guy we were really excited about, even though he fell, but our favorite quarterback in this class landed in a spot where we had some hot takes that 
from you, I I think your your take was that he'd beat out Carson once this year and be fine, even though he was the first pick of the fifth round. Didn't quite get the draft capital we were hoping for by a long shot, but a good spot for him to potentially be the best quarterback on the roster. Yeah, we <laughs> Sam did not even go in the big five. He falls behind Bailey Zappi for the New England Patriots. They're trying to get their next Tom Brady. But I did make some fairly bold predictions about how it was interesting because Ben, I, I took these bold predictions. Then I go to our Rotoviz rankings summit for the rookie guide that evening. And I actually had to uh, be kind of the wet blanket on how, because the group was still very enthusiastic about him, probably for the same reasons I was, I did find that maybe I was more excited about Romeo than the rest of the group. So now I'm thinking that you and I may be able to get him in our drafts, which obviously would be fun we also have Khalil Shakir coming off to the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo was a team that was considered to be a little bit of a dark horse in the wide receiver sort of early round festivities as they try and keep pace with the Bengals and the Chiefs in this AFC arms race I'm excited for that pick and that also did happen while we were recording as you mentioned we have the mock we have some other fireworks uh, Tyler Chandler, uh, Ty Chandler goes off to the Minnesota Vikings. And once we put his information into the BSS, the box score scout and get the Sims, there's some kind of cool stuff there, even though he obviously goes late. I like that one. Let's jump into these highlights. We streamed the entire NFL draft and we're about to show you a compilation of all the best bits right now. This clip is brought to you by Rotoviz Overtime and Stealing Bananas, two of the podcasts on the Rotoviz Podcast Network. All the ways to listen to subscribe to those shows is in the description right below. You're not going to want to miss those shows with multiple episodes coming every week covering all things fantasy football. With that said, let's get to the compilation. Now, got a comment here asking about how the morning was. I got a little drunk last night, but um, today's actually my anniversary. The wife and I went out. We went and played putt-putt today. Got a little air. Got a nice lunch while the kids were in school. I feel great right now. I got to tell you. you Brees Hall to the Jets? Probably not your favorite landing spot for Brees Hall, huh, Sean? It's not because my point. I think they're going to throw very effectively. This isn't This isn't a real – are you kidding, Bullock? Somebody somebody, tell me he's kidding. He's, he's saying it's Kenneth Walker at 41. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's actually Kenneth Walker to Seattle. Sean, this was a great show. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Ben wants you to subscribe to the channel before he leaves. Sean, I told you I'd stay sober for this stream. We're nine picks in, and I'm going to need a beer. They are confirming it. The Seahawks just took Kenneth Walker. We have been joking. This is, is it- insane. This is like – you. So you don't want to just go right into the idea of talking about what Kenneth Walker's effect on Rashad Penny is. (laughs) You can. You're welcome to. This is is too much. They took the edge rusher and the running back that we said that they would as a joke. I don't know how much we want to swear on this Rotoviz stream. That's the only reason I haven't sworn yet. Wow. They literally did the bit. (laughs) 
Sean, yes. what does this mean for Kenneth Walker at Dynasty Leagues? <laughs> I'm well, seeing Chiefs go Sky more. Boom. Sky to the Chiefs. All right, Ben, hold down, hold down the fort. I'll be back. <laughs> we got something coming up with Sean. That was the first good thing that has happened in this second round. And now we have Sky Moore to the Chiefs. Sean has stepped away. And he's come back with his Chiefs hat on. Sean, what are your thoughts? Where's Pete? I mean, this was the perfect spot for the clip, right? The perfect spot. All of those areas that the Chiefs were lacking last year, I think they're going to be more dominant at. And so the thing that I told you when they made this trade is that there were scenarios in which the offense would actually not just be better, but be significantly better next season. They're definitely taking a DB. I mean, they're taking a safety. They are. They're taking a safety. The Seahawks can still get Malik Willis in the third round. You said one of these guys might be Russell Wilson. What about the same team that took Russell Wilson in the third round? Yeah, I mean, I think the Seahawks have been setting you up for this the whole time. Seattle pass on QB again. Who did they take? We're going to have to uh, do some of the sound effects for Ben here uh, here in a second. Who's Abraham Lucas? You guys got to at least tell me a position. I don't know who Abraham Lucas is. <laughs> that's that's a made-up name. That's that's a freaking made-up name. Seattle's picking creative players. They're just trolling me. <sighs> Honey, I need another beer. It's our anniversary. She, she'll love that. What is Seattle doing, Sean? What are they doing? Why are they not taking... Do they really think these picks are making them better and that, that Drew Locke is going to be... Like, what are they doing? Explain... Do any magic you can to try to explain what in the hell they are doing. They did trade up and they took a linebacker because... An inside linebacker? Ah. Uh. Well, we got a couple couple new newcomers onto the stream. Well, there goes Dricko, but he'll be back. Pat Crane joins us. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm melting down a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The Seahawks are driving me insane. I mean, let's talk about the Chiefs. Let's talk about Sean's Chiefs. That's, I, had uh... to, I had to apologize for the highlight takes yesterday, Pat. What about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> are you excited? Yeah. We... We, we we started mentioning him immediately in the 106 range. Is that where is that where you've got him, or is that not optimistic enough? I mean, I've got a 104 where it's already crossing my mind. I'll tell you what, when when you're at the 103, I'm thinking about trading down. Uh, I'm gonna 103 and the 104 looks like a pretty nice trade down spot. Really, I mean, anywhere in the early part of the draft looks like a trade down spot if you can get someone to to bite. Uh, I'll probably sit tight and, and take Sky more at the 104 in some drafts. It's gonna be very annoying with the the narrative by in like four days is gonna be like listen it was nice we had a nice run with penny but he's dead now and we need to get over that kenneth walker's a stud this is his backfield i'm not saying i believe this but i'm just saying walker's gonna go higher <laughs> what did you Sorry think about i mean you guys out <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i think the hill emerge as a pass catching back but now when? in seattle <laughs> in 2025 <laughs> It's going to be one of the worst <laughs> spots to have that emergence, right? So now you got the double question, and that part of it isn't ideal. I've been telling Ben that you can't ever get 
sad about having a star go to your team. From a real football sense, how insanely stupid slash how hilarious Seattle committing to the bit is this? Well, I, I have to defend Seattle a little bit because Willis is still on the board. <laughs> like they could. They just passed like, on him again for another tackle. They, oh, my. Okay. Now, I, I I tried to defend you, Seattle. I tried. <laughs> I didn't know you had passed again. again. The third round. They got um, back to the third round and had another shot. I don't know. It's like old man shakes fist at cloud or whatever. Like they're going out. They're going out the way they want to go out. Yeah, this is like a Clint Eastwood movie. This is like Grant yes, Torino. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, this yes. is Pete Carroll's Grant Torino moment. Yes. He's getting his Kenneth Walker. He's going in and he's gonna pull out his pull out his hand. Oh, it's not a gun. And then he gets shot and he he falls. This is spoilers for Grant Torino. <laughs> he falls like this, very classic uh Jesus motif. Anyway, that's what Pete Carroll's imagining when he drafted Kenneth Walker. He's going out on top. I mean, that is a beautiful analogy. I got to tweet it out right now. So, Pat, on a much more enthusiastic slash your boy, perhaps disappointing note at the same time for Albert O. Not every fantasy relevant tight end, of course, is going to be in that mold. We see our Dalton Schultzes or Dawson Knoxes, like those types of guys. But Dallas Goddard, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey before he got old, you know, George Kittle, like those guys can actually, Darren Waller, obviously. They can stretch the seam. I think that's one of the key things to look for in a fantasy tight end. And a lot of these guys, you know, it's no fun for the most part to draft tight ends uh, because they like even the Cole Komets who hit like, you're like, great, he's a starter. Please give me anyone else. <laughs> and like, also, I really hope that Russ Wilson has some say here. You know, the, I can't imagine he's down for like, yeah, let's grind it out, Russ. <laughs> Let's, let's establish it. It's like, what? No. What he wanted all those years <laughs> happens yeah. again. Oh, was he going to come in there and just go. tell Javante, he's like, I don't even care if you like win and Melvin Gordon gets no touches. It's going to all be audibles. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter we re-sign Melvin because neither of you is ever touching the ball. <laughs> the Titans it's like... <laughs> just traded up and drafted Malik Willis. The Titans did? Yes. We got that in the chat here. And I saw that oh it was God. a trade up. It does feel a little Jordan Lovey, where you know they're like, oh, we're setting ourselves up. In a couple years, we'll move on from this guy. It'll be two years, but then we'll probably move on from him. And then like after this year, they're like, listen, Ryan, uh, we really don't want you to leave after the year. <laughs> 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 what can we do? <laughs> we're so sorry. We took Malik. <laughs> I am at Sorry. some point this season going to get assigned a Seattle Seahawks NFL football game to watch and cover and blurb. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Drew Locke? <laughs> <laughs> they need to take Howell. They need to. Uh, ben, let me ask you this. Is this like your version of CH over Jonathan Taylor? Or is it worse? No, I mean... I think the best answer to that would, would have been the Russ trade. Like, I, I just think the way that they, the, 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 it's been right. death by a thousand cuts. So all of those things and then not getting rid of Carol and Schneider was, it was a decision. And then the Russ trade and now we're here and it's just like, you know, can you make the best of a bad situation? Obviously you can't, 
the CEH thing is like the only thing that, that the Chiefs did wrong over the last like five years. So he's just spoiled and doesn't, you know, understand what it's like. Right. He doesn't have actual pain. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of Jonathan Taylor. Connor, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have a. I watched uh, a lot of Jonathan Taylor. This was a great reply. Do you just like, do you try to like put a little Photoshop uh, Chiefs jersey on him? Is this right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I. My dad watches all all of these games, obviously. You know, huge Chiefs fans. He gets very upset anytime something doesn't go well, which in a football game, you know, happens. So it's just a very normal fan experience. Those things don't bother me at all. But when I'm watching the Colts games, I will occasionally, and he doesn't even have access to this because he's just watching the Chiefs game, but I will text him that Jonathan Taylor has just had another 70-yard touchdown run, and he's not on the Chiefs. <laughs> Jalen Tolbert. To the Cowboys. Oh, all right. I got to jump off and do a video on that one. Pat, you, you came back with the same shirt today for the videos. I know. No, it's a different one. It's actually a long sleeve. It's it's a uh, light green or dark green, I guess. <laughs> it's it's slightly off black. That's very understated. People know <laughs> that your priorities are in the right place. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about function, you know. I don't got to be doing. Uh, I'm gonna be making mixed drinks and stuff with my cool button down. All right, go do your Tolbert video. You gotta All do. Right. We'll, we'll see if you can make it back. We got a white to the box. Is this Rashad White going to Tampa in the third? We have not had a running back in the third. He'd be coming off the board at RB. <laughs> we wanted. Well, day, he got drafted. We wanted day two out of Rashad White. Sean, you 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 lied box. to me, man. Well, you just trying to you just wanted this moment for me. Yes, you wanted this exactly. Pure joy? Exactly. Right, I, I felt like you. if we projected him in round three, then we're screwed. <laughs> but this <laughs> is perfect. You, you do. I, Pat, you look like you're ready to go make some videos for maybe a less savory no. site. <laughs> yeah, the MEC's not gonna publish this one. It, this is confirmed. I'm seeing the yes here. Oh, I, I don't. I haven't, I haven't seen it. All I had was a drummer in the box writing white to bucks question mark. I don't know if he was just kind of predicting it. Ah, uh, that would be the ultimate rogue poll. It, it would. I'm going to be a little bit mad drummer in the box. Confirmed from no. Sam Sherman. We got Rashad White backing up Lenny. <laughs> yes, we get a fade Lenny again. <laughs> Let's fade Lenny. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Dump off Lenny. Yeah, let, let's send someone who's actually dynamic in the passing game. Oh, no. I don't know if you're going to be able to handle that. Beautiful. Bucks made uh, such good use of Geo. Why not draft another one? White's not Geo, though. He's a bigger yeah, Geo. He's a little right? bit better than, than Geo at this stage of his career. Young Geo, well, maybe. Maybe he's a young Geo. Pat, what, what about the first play from scrimmage, though? He's out there. He runs this perfect screen pass, and Tom Brady intentionally spikes it at his feet. And then he goes back to the sideline. It's like, is that? Are we done one play in? When is he already like, in this, don't already the guy in the out here. You run. You ran the wrong damn route. I'm. 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 I'm convinced. I'm going to go to my deathbed that Ronald Jones was running those routes to the right depth. I have an incredibly high tolerance for drafting people that Tom Brady hates, so <laughs> I'm not going to have any issues. <laughs> Waiting into Blair, Blair's comments on that are I love White, I just know the Bucks will ruin him, and you should know better, Pat, which is fantastic. I mean, we have done this with Rojo. I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm yeah, ready. It was pretty profitable one of those seasons. Yeah. It was uh well, the 2020 season was was pretty good. 
So we'll we'll get one of the four. <laughs> we'll have one of a twenty five percent hit rate on these seasons. Uh, the draft capital is the thing. Like, I was worried he was going to be a sixth round pick or something. This is this is a big right. deal. This is huge. So Rashad White on the over field. Rashad White yeah. over James Cook. Rashad White over Kenneth Walker. <laughs> can we get there? We can get there by taking Rashad White at like the two hundred one and like never taking Kenneth Walker at the one hundred four, and we'll just have full exposure. Yes. And we don't have to make the we don't have to do the hot take, but we'll just quietly have bags packed of one and not the other. I love it. <laughs> Not a lot evidence base that would suggest that that take is correct, but what David are we getting? Bell to the Browns. I, I was going to actually say that because that's the I mean, that, that's a team that I had on the desperation list wide receiver wise. And when you guys were talking Jarvis Landry, he's our he's our Jarvis Landry comp. He's the new Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I feel like that's the most common comp I've heard from him. So that's that's really interesting. Let's go, Keenan Allen. Let's take it up a notch. Yeah, so the Browns have the new Keenan Allen. Day two capital. He sneaks in here. Yeah, he could play like a, a big slot role from early on, I would think. I mean, I guess it would be Cooper, DPJ, and and him in three wide receiver sets. Uh, that's interesting. The workout explorer has, when we talk about David Bell, not athletic enough to play in the NFL, but his – well, one of his top athletic comps is Anquan Bolden, who did play in the NFL and was pretty decent as a rookie. Sam, are you going to give Anquan Bolden 2022 is David Bell? <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that hot take for you, for you, Sean. Um, <laughs> but yeah, why, why not? The Seahawks will get a pick again. They're fourth. If they pass on Sam Howell at 404, tomorrow's stream, I'm going to start throwing stuff. Oh, but Ben, I mean, your guys, they, they want the low ceiling veteran quarterback. I mean, they're just, they're set on Garoppolo or Mayfield, wouldn't you say? I mean, there was a really interesting quote from John Schneider that said, uh, the head coach and the quarterback are the two most important people in the building and basically said that, that that fit has to be right. And so the impression that I got from that was Pete Carroll doesn't like the personalities of some of these quarterbacks, which is great. I mean, you got along with Russell Wilson so well that you drove him insane. Russell Wilson, the guy who's like a freaking robot, you still drove him to demand a trade and leave. And now apparently the only guys in the league you get along with are Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Like Geno Smith got punched. Drew Locke is notably a little bit weird. You know, he was like rapping on the sideline. I mean, how is Drew Locke and Geno Smith the, the guys that Pete Carroll really jives with? Are they just crazy enough? What is going on? What is going on? Like, why does the quarterback need to get along with Pete Carroll so much? And and why is why is Drew Locke and Geno Smith the only ones that that apparently seem to? It was already comical, but we are beyond the pale at this point that they got these extra picks from the Russell Wilson trade and didn't. Again, we don't think these quarterbacks are surefire future pro bowlers are very good. Seattle doesn't have the answer at quarterback on their roster. They just got another chance at a very low cost opportunity to, to, to find out, to just bring him into to training camp, see him in the preseason, definitely play him during the season because you're going to find out pretty quick that Drew Locke sucks. There, in my mind, there is zero justification for not taking the opportunity because of the potential payoff. It's the, the probabilistic thinking. You don't know better then you like Seattle's proven for many, many years. They do not know better 
than anyone else in terms of prospects. They love to overdraft guys. They bust. They're not, you know, evil geniuses. A lot of people in Seattle tell themselves it's, it's easy to tell yourself the team knows something you don't. We have a ton of evidence that they do not know anything uh, at all. They're just drawing straws. I agree, Ben. Like we talked about these quarterbacks being potentially back end of the first round or first round picks and then the second round goes by third round goes by there's absolutely no real cost associated in the fourth round but we're getting some comments in as well that you sound pissed off with the seahawks and the second one that came true was um that maybe you forgot that they have drew lock which <laughs> did, get a, did get a laugh out of me but we are going to brighten up your day ben we have uh michael dubner coming on right now and uh, just before michael comes on anyone who's watching do hit that like button and hit the subscribe button we would really appreciate that but Let's get uh, Mr. Dubner on the, the stream here. How are we doing today, uh, Michael? Well, I'm not so sure I'm going to be brightening up Ben's day because I'm the constant reminder that A.J. Brown is now now the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> will I kick him out, Ben? Will I, will I put him off the stream? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we've had, you know, we always say it's the craziest off, off season yet, and I feel like this truly has been. And now that we've had the draft, that's only really just magnified how crazy it's been. It's It's been a lot to digest now over the past two or three days i i'm with you bullock let's go let's go get some whiskey what's going on guys hey, Dave. Uh, pumped to be here column i gotta start off here by saying first of all the background that you have set up in your in your you know studio there is fantastic but the beard might even be better yeah i, mean, I don't look know at that, uh, look at that glorious beard <laughs> well see you're making me blush now dave you're making me blush yeah. Um, we'll we'll move on to the draft again. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've been touting the beard as a reason for people to check out the YouTube channel and subscribe, right? So Absolutely. if you haven't subscribed for Colin's beard yet, then I mean you've, you're missing an opportunity here. <laughs> for sure. I had been dreading my boy Garrett Wilson going to the Jets. That comes to fruition. I see in some polls people actually thinking that this keeps, well, for me, would have kept him in that number one spot, but more people feeling like this actually kind of moves him out. So I think to me, I end up with him firmly behind uh, London and Burks, and I think that there's a fair amount of separation. I do have him in that group with um, Olave and Williams. Um, but for me, that's going to be one of the bigger movements just because of how much I liked Wilson. And I'm just not sure that though the Jets are trying to make strides, improve that offense, that Zach Wilson's really going to be the quarterback that's going to allow him to come out of the gate and be the star that I think he could be. I'm still expecting him to be a usable fantasy player, but I was just disappointed by that. So 97th percentile in total yards per game, 97th percentile in total touchdowns per game, 96th percentile in uh, average yards per attempt per game, putting him in, when I blend those three together, 97th percentile among quarterbacks. As I said last year, this puts him in that, like would have put him in that Trevor Lawrence range, Justin Fields range. This doesn't make any sense. There has to be something. He has to have had like really poor interviews. He's got to be a bit of a douche or something like that. <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. That seems to be Pete Carroll's type. <laughs> yeah. People were raving about him during the process, though. Yeah, but you're strong has landed with the New England Patriots. Now we have Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Pierre Strong. Yeah. That's, that's in the comments. That's, I keep thinking that they might throw more with Mac Jones in year two, but Belichick's got three really good running backs now. Well, I had, I had chatted a little bit with Zach about if he wanted to come on today, and, and he said he would love to, but he's out on the boat with family. And 
I mean, this draft is going extremely well overall, but for that specific team, the Zach and I just drafted where our late round running backs are the San Francisco backups and Pierre Strong being out on the boat probably is the right choice there. Man, I... Speechless. Can't the, can't the Patriots leave us alone? On <laughs> you did not want Pierre Strong on New England is what I'm getting out of this. You're... It's kind of amusing to me because we are into this group where they're checking zero boxes now in Blair's random forest exercise. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> you said there's like 12, 14 boxes to check and they're checking none of those. That's not a three box scenario. We're talking, there's a dozen boxes for them to check and they haven't checked any of them. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> they are down to zero. Sean, but Sean, you said they've, they've executed well. I just want you to know I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Kansas City has executed this draft well. Things are going swimmingly. I did get a number of uh, DMs today. The f- people like really enjoyed you, you know, mentioning some of the historical comparisons to Kenneth Walker to see if it would cheer Ben up during that portion of the, the show when you were talking about <laughs> Jamal Charles and, and the greats of the game. I mean, they picked Kenneth Walker and, and all these linemen. We're, we're getting ready for the 2,000-yard season in 2024. Air raid tackles. Guys that drop back in pass-blocking snaps on 80% of their college reps. The Seahawks are three picks away. <laughs> I, I just hope I, I I hope it happens, but I've given up hope at this time. You can get him as a why you draft him if you can get him as a, a, a free agent, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm still to project low end QB one upside in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're looking right now at Sam Howell QB one next year because he's not going to be in the NFL. He's going to be in some lower level league. <laughs> That's that's what the situation is looking like right now. Let me get Ben back onto his USFL that he was so disappointed by. Yeah. <laughs> man, if I could get Sam Howell in the USFL, I'm I'm back. Oh, uh, Pro Football Talk two minutes ago has the Seahawks QB competition is underway, and Pete Carroll says Geno Smith is in the lead. That's what I've been saying. You can't stop. They're practicing right now while they're passing on Sam Howell. They're they're, they're getting the competition going. They got to run wind sprints. Geno Smith has won the first rep. They're working on their their run blocking after they hand off. How can how can they get out in front of those running backs? I think we might have bad news to break to you, but it's true. All right, let's hear this news. Howell to Washington. I mean, I I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm still waiting to confirm it. But I'll say. a couple things. One, Seattle presumably traded out already knowing that pick. Sometimes we get the picks in a little bit later. So I don't even know why I'm saying that. They should have taken him in the fourth round. Two, um, I like Howell specifically as well. Carson Wentz sucks. And so Sam Howell might get an opportunity to play this year. We might get Sam Howell, you know, Taylor Heineke at the top of the. Oh, and now Algier goes to the Falcons. There's your big back alongside Cordero Patterson. That could actually be, yeah, that's a nice a, a saving one, grace for him at this yeah, point. A nice yeah. one-two punch there. The chat has been all over Shakir to the Bills. It's this is a pretty fun pick. The Bills sort of burnishing their credentials as a team that are doing things right. Shakir, the yeah. third guy after Romeo and Sky, right? The third small school guy to really pop in Travis May's API. 
here's somebody who you know performed well you know he's got that 443 40 at six foot 196 so he's not a big guy but he has nfl athleticism and then he's somebody we talked about yesterday how sky Moore, one of the only small school guys to declare early and be drafted where he was shakir might have had that chance if it weren't for the pandemic going right at the spot that it did you know we got a 4640 from him that couldn't have helped i'm sure there were folks when you look at his sort of runaway rumble type of runs that are fun plays at all football levels but you know you get a little bit of that john riggins almost element to it we had to throw oh. that in there because oh the God. stuff on uh, on day one was was so fun for davis john riggins is the new cop i love it who is snoop connor from josh we just found out he's the guy that has all those really bad metrics that sean says but <laughs> I was with you. Uh, I have no idea who Snoop Connor is either. This took took me a minute, but um, this is maybe one of the funniest comments I've seen. The Texans are simply having one of the best drafts in the NFL right now. They drafted what seems to be at least six day one starters. It's true. When you have a roster that, that doesn't bad, mean they're good. Any but... pick is a day one starter. I, I, I see it also come in from the Laramie Tunsil fan page. So Yeah. <laughs> Even though bad. the bad running back pick and the bad receiver pick are day one starters on that. <laughs> Shortly, we've been on for four more hours here. I don't want Ben to, to think that he is not just in severance, but in sort of the real version where they're doing some fairly unkind things to these folks when they are in their work <laughs> consciousnesses. We don't want to get to that point uh, with Ben. We were hoping to stay on until until Justin Ross was picked, but at some point we may have to call it. But I'm still willing to see a place. What do we get? Sean, Tyler Beatty to the Ravens. Perfect. The the J.K. Dobbins. Now it's Tyler Beatty in there. I kind of like that. We can have both guys. Both guys. Now I'm going to take your pick. They're going to run take Tyler Beatty in the third round of our rookie draft. Can we can we do a new one? <laughs> <laughs> what what pick are you swapping out here? Uh, any of them? Jelani Woods. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Well, Ben, that'll do it for our highlight package as we mentioned, we're not 100% sure how Colum is going to cut it together. We know he'll do a fantastic job, as he always does. We don't know what the time is going to be. If you've gotten to the end here and you're still excited, as opposed to be like, man, I thought they, those guys were never going to stop. If you're still excited, there are four hours worth on YouTube. You can go over there. If you hit the subscribe, hit the like button. Even if you don't actually listen, you know that kind of thing does help us. But now that you've had 12 hours of Rotoviz stream, I've had the pleasure to do this with Ben. One of the best moments of this whole weekend for me was when Ben texted me immediately afterward and said that it was a blast. And that just lifted me up because I I couldn't agree more. I had just an absolutely great time to do this with a friend, to cover these three days. It just was a wonderful experience. And I, I'm hoping it's been a great experience for you as the listener as well. If you've listened for, to Ben for these three days and you have not already subscribed to Stealing Signals, then I know that's your next stop because you couldn't have spent these three days with him and not thought to yourself, you know, I, I got to get this newsletter. It's it's fantastic. And Ben brings just such a cool voice to the writing of it. You're going to want to get over there, check that out, subscribe. It doesn't cost you enough to even make it worth the decision, right? It's it's like less than a, a trip to Chipotle every, you know, every month. So go over, do that. If you want to join us at Rotoviz, we definitely would love to have you. You can use the coupon code RVRADIO2022 at checkout, you'll get 10% off. Then we did just release the rookie guide. We're very excited about that. Volume three is just sort of a wrap up, right? It gives you multiple mock drafts, super flex and regular. It gives you our rankings. You can kind of make, uh, you, you can use that and see how we've moved throughout the process to inform how you want to attack your drafts this week. Ben, you and I have a Rotoviz Triflex rookie draft coming up over at the FFPC this weekend. Any initial thoughts there? It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think there was a lot of movement. Um, some of the initial rookie draft stuff that I have seen has been kind of all over the place. We didn't get, you know, any stability with the quarterbacks, not all of even, you know, the, the landing spots for the first round players, the, the wide receivers up top, were you know clear cut and the rankings weren't necessarily clear cut beforehand the the top two running backs both land in committees with obviously Brees hall i mean being just an absolute star but landing with another talented running back michael carter with him and then kenneth walker landing with another talented running back in and rashad penny with him and and maybe not in good offenses necessarily so not ideal really 
fits that you're looking for. Obviously, we would prefer that they land in a great offense and they get out the whole backfield to themselves. Um, a lot of question marks with a lot of these landing spots and, and where things are going to play out. Some of the guys who didn't get draft capital still got some interesting landing spots, so they might still be interesting. There's a lot of ways to play it. I love that we have a lot of picks because I think it's going to be uh, one of those years where probably there will be some misses and we'll probably make some as well, but I'm really excited that we have a lot of stockpiled options because there will probably also be some hits into the second round. It's going to be a pretty deep rookie draft, I think. Yeah, and, and one of the things Ben meant to say there is that the 103 and the 104 look so valuable that you're going to want to come <laughs> trade in just to move up a couple of slots. Give us a, if you're a, an Arlie. A, right, if you're an Arlie. <laughs> A 2023 first plus to do that. No, it does. It does look pretty fun. I mean, there are some areas where it's weak. I think it'll be interesting to see. And one of the things I like about kind of what we have, where we have a lot of second round picks, is that if the quarterbacks are going early, we can kind of take that and still be able to hit those other guys late. But if they're going late, then we can just use those extra picks to pick the quarterbacks, and it won't have cost us that much. And so this was a weird and kind of disappointing weekend with the quarterbacks. At the same time, if you've created flexibility for yourself in your drafts, there's still a lot you can do to benefit from this. So the first thing you have to do after you kind of, you know, make your peace with what did happen is, you know, now how do I make this work for me in dynasty? That part's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to do that. Best ball as well. FFPC new tournaments out. You and I are going to be doing that underdog, the big massive tournament out. You and I are going to be doing that drafting a lot of teams there. Hoping to take our shot to be in the top. You know, why not say top 10 of both? He, he never hurts to shoot for the stars, right? So do that. Let's do it. Join us over there at Underdog. Use the coupon code Rotoviz. Get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Obviously, that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to our feed. If you do that, you get these shows and they come out. So, like when we do extra ones this week, it's perfect for you. Leave us a rating and review. We're excited to get and look at the results of the contest for that, but you guys have just been so good to us with that. You were so good to us with this feed. We appreciate everything you've done. We'll talk to you guys again soon. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.